this episode of Pacey Performance Bite Size. So this clip comes from episode number 415 with Johan Wint, who is Head of Performance Data Science at the Vancouver Whitecaps. So today it's all about data visualization. So everyone's collecting more data, but how can we present it in a way that makes the biggest impact for those that make the decisions? So before we do dive into this episode with Johan, on the same theme, if you want a free solution to be able to collect, analyze, and visualize data to present to coaches and those that do make the decisions, check out AMS Lite from Rock Daisy, and you can do that at rockdaisy.com. I think it's fascinating. I think it's a fascinating area and something that just the more you talk about it, the more you kind of get level down, level down, level down. Then I just go, my mind just goes, oh no. Yeah. This is just so this is so deep. But no, nah, tackling it. So good work. Good work. I've kept you for an hour already, but we still have one more, I think, important point to cover. And I think it's I'll I'll reference your article that you kindly wrote for Sportsmith, which has done very well. So clearly this is a point that people want more information on. And it's data visualization. And I think if we can keep it to a couple of minutes, that'd be great and just get the I hate to say it the hot takes, <laughs> but um, your principles when it comes to data visualization, I know you outlined some, a lot in the in the article itself, but wh- what do you live by when it comes to data visualizations and how do you evaluate whether that's been successful or not? A few minutes. <laughs> few minutes. I'll try and keep it as brief as I can. Um, I think taking care in what you're doing, like taking pride in it is, is one of the, the overarching things. Like you're using this again as one end of the data pipeline. Um, so your ability to communicate all the back end work in terms of like collecting, aggregating, analyzing, building the thing, all ends up coming down to your ability to communicate that. So taking pride in that and just realizing you're hoping that you can convey a message effectively to the end user they're more likely to look if it looks nice that's just the reality like you it they just they're more likely to look longer and the longer they look hopefully more likely they are to take on the information that you're trying to convey so there's this base level where you have to reach before someone's goes i think i said in the article if not it's been in our conversations like it's it's efficiently beautiful so you you have to We've described our structure. So the number of dashboards or reports or things we have to deliver is is pretty high. So if we spend every last minute kind of fine tuning to the nth degree, like we will run out of time in the day to do that. So um, that gets into just having templates in place. So having color schemes, having general font recommendations, having these general templates for how we build um, gets you 80% of the way there. It takes no extra time to use the default ggplot, whatever, or Tableau out of the box. It takes a little bit of upfront work to build templates that you can build on that gets you 80% of the way. And then it gets to that, like, at the right time, hey, this visual should be fine-tuned and you can take that any extra 20%. Um, And then I think the other principle that I hope we all continue going with, and this is like when I write an article like that, the imposter syndrome is real, the note at the end of the article. Like, I think the biggest principle I try and live by is constantly learning. I think John Poley would love to say, and the joke around here is I'm not even the best data viz person in the room I'm in. So like Luke Petty arrived and produced a better looking fourth plate dashboard on like week number two of him being, <laughs> you know, 
Um, so I hope that I can at least continue to learn and grow and get better. So it's when it's done brilliantly, like I think we all know what that looks like. You know, like when you look at Cedric Shear create a, uh, a plot in ggplot2 or you even see like i think right now of the inspirational view of like how data can inform and like in this case what is inspire but like capture people if you think about john murdoch's G like plots on covid incidence rates across the world during the pandemic like you've never seen so many people interested in like exponential growth rates you're just able to turn what's this global pandemic and a ton of information into a really digestible form to talk about whatever it be like cases or deaths or increasing death, like all those things. And it's done in a way that just like captures people and helps them to understand what's going on. And then from like the beautiful side, we, we published a, a preprint on this, this abstract thing. I called it it's a lot of conversations that Dave and I had at USOC, like well done data visualization can be such a great communication medium. And science often suffers from like a knowledge translation problem in some instances. So can we capture that? So we tried to take a data set and communicate it in a, in a visualization. So I had a phone call with Lisa Trescott. She won IronViz, which is like Tableau's data visualization contest, which is a sight to behold. I was at uh, New Orleans. So there's like 10,000 data science, data analysts, data viz people in a room and people get 20 minutes to build their best looking visual. And the stuff that people can build in 20 minutes is absolutely fascinating. So Lisa actually won IronViz. I reached out and said, I'm trying to develop it. Can we turn a research abstract research paper into a really nice viz? Um, so we published this using PlayerMaker data that was publicly available. Steve Barrett, um, Chris Tallison, they had this publicly available data. So we took it and we created a Tableau viz. And you can see, you take one look at it and you'll probably say, there's no way Johan actually produced this. So I had to like... As, I did a very small part. Lisa did a lot of the heavy lifting. You'd see how beautiful it is. So it's like, as a principle, I hope I, our team and people that are in this space can be liberated to say, look, it's another one of those moving targets. You're never going to be arrived and say like, I am now like the perfected data viz artist. Like there's so many examples of people doing it well, so many different ways to do it well that you can continue to learn and evolve and then think what looks, what's perfect in one instance for one user is going to be different than another. And I'll kind of end on that. Like it goes back to that idea of like a video can be more effective than the best pristine Tableau dashboard that's as interactive and as sophisticated or as simple as you want, because it comes down to, can you take the information on board and change the decision you're making for a, a player, for a coach, for a different practitioner? Sometimes it's, it's literally a, a video and say, do this more, do this less, do this differently or a picture of a pitch and say, we want you to be here rather than, Hey, here's this trend line over time. That's contextualized to the other athletes. So I'll, I'll end there. I'm missing principles, contextualize the data. Um, like be honest with your reporting. There's a lot there, but you told me to keep it brief and I'm already over. So I'm going to stop with, with that. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Pacey Performance Bite Size. So this clip came from episode number 415 of the Pacey Performance Podcast. And you can find that on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big thanks to Rock Daisy for sponsoring this episode today. And I'll chat to you next time.